0: This episode contains F words, Fuck. and A words, Asshole. and MF words, Motherfuck- and B words, Bet. and the occasional see-you-next-Tuesday word. Cunt. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Alright,
0: so I saw this thing on YouTube about Aquafina talking about her dating past. Oh yeah. Apparently Vogue has this thing called Sad Hot Girls.
2: Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay. That sounds amazing. So especially with Aquafina.
0: Here is hers. I figure we can watch it and then I'm an independent woman.
1: When I was growing up, I was never um, normal. There was a group of asian kids i called them the cool asians they always had you know a kind of girl like the girl who always looks so good in the passenger seat of an Acura integra i was not that girl because i loved rent i loved yelling at pigeons and and as as i (laughs) grew older i I started to recognize um what i believed was (laughs) the ideal girlfriend and i knew that i wasn't it I was fresh out of college, and I just wanted to, like, test the waters. All of my friends, they had boyfriends. For me, like, the pressure was on to really prove to myself that I could, that I could have a boyfriend. So, my friend sets me up on this date, a blind date. Oh my god, I know this dude, and and he's single too, and he's really cute. You know, he comes, he has references, and, and I was like... Let's do it. So right off the bat, you know, I, I he's 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 my type. You know, I, physically he's my type. Uh, One hundred pounds, right? Five foot two. He just had, like the body of a graphic designer. He's a photographer. <laughs> he was into the Criterion Collection. He loves um, France. So like he's very cool. He's a cool guy. The waitress comes and I, and I'm about to order. Um, and he's like, "We'll take the steak. One steak for both of us." And then. He says, I want it well done. And I was like, How? <laughs> Who eats a well done steak? That's like eating a like a bed, you know what I mean? The steak comes and he proceeds to cut up the steak into into little baby into like baby pieces. Like what would do for a, a ba- like a bird, like a small bird. I guess that was the first red flag. I <laughs> He would talk about libertarianism, he would talk about how the Chinese market is like where to go to put your money in. I don't give a shit. You know, I make $9 an hour at a vegan bodega. Why do I care? I realized that I started to pretend to understand his psychopathic ramblings. I wanted to sound smart. I wanted to pretend to really enjoy a five-hour movie of uh, the inside of a woman's mouth. And so I was like, you know, let me, how about I suggest a movie? Why don't we watch my favorite film, White Chicks? And I, <laughs> I remember it was so clear that he looked at me like, you know, something had just died in the movie. <laughs> like, he wouldn't even give it a try. And in, and in retrospect, maybe, maybe I thought um, that this was the compromise that couples always have to make. Maybe this is
2: just... A coincidence. <laughs> you know, my
1: friends were cupped, <laughs> and it's nice to go to a seafood buffet and have a companion. But let me be honest. I've been to many a seafood buffet alone. Very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. <laughs> so then there became two me's. There became, like, the real me, and then this other weird me that pretended to have read Infinite Jest. It wasn't me. <laughs> after a couple of days, I realized maybe it's time that he meets my friends. Have to negotiate these identities. Which of me would come out because my friends definitely definitely knows that I'm not into brutalist architecture. When I'm with my friends, I I can't I can't hold it in. It's just me. I was doing impressions of Marissa Tomei from my cousin Vinny. <laughs> the defense is wrong. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> everyone's cracking up. We're having a great time. And then I look over at this this sourpuss face. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. If he didn't like the real side of me, then like, what? What? What am I doing? We take a taxi ride home, and that was like pretty much our breakup ride. Never. It was a mutual ghosting, which, which is, which is dope. I just, I just like enjoyed and realized that I'm, I'm enough. I'm worth it. And if you can't, if you can't get with that, then bye. If this really was dating, I'd much rather. Be at home alone. You know, naked. Watching Thank the really you. Free, giving my
0: cat a haircut. I <laughs> should sit down in the middle. It's fine. I'll show you a picture. You.
2: I got a picture.
0: I'll show you. Is my phone in there? I got a picture. I'll show you. I'll show you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was Aquafina. She's amazing. Talking about dating. I thought it was kind of, you know, prevalent, prevalent <laughs> to what we've been discussing all of these months, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, having to pretend to be something that you're not just because you feel like you need to be in a relationship with
2: somebody. Oh, God, yeah. Thinking about whether or not you have to change. Have you felt that way then? Yes,
0: obviously. I mean, I'm a 90s girl living in a 90s world. So, yeah, I felt like I had to do some things and compromise to, obviously, I accepted alcoholism for a long time, but that's also personally ingrained in my uh, family history, but yeah, I, you know, you end up liking some of the music they like, or, you know, end up going to fucking Nine Inch Nails concerts and <laughs> all that stuff like that, but I actually really like Nine Inch Nails, so it's fine. <laughs> That's good for you. But I didn't know that I did, right? So you end up doing that kind of stuff that you don't necessarily know, or for me, it was always trying to be happy or,
2: oh.
0: um, because somebody didn't understand People who got the doldrums.
2: Yep. I felt that way too, where because I have a tendency to have like the happier outgoing behavior, when I'm not that way, even with friends, they make comments of like, what's going on? I'm like, this is me too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't feel like doing that and I just want to be here and be shitty for a bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, for yeah. me, it was always trying to make sure that they were taken care of so personally using my own credit for people to help them out in situations, stuff like that. So, I mean, the things that you do, because
2: you- Was there anyone that you really, really liked that you completely changed for and then realized later, like, oh, that's a mistake?
0: I don't know if I completely changed for any of them. I changed bits of me, you know, Mm -hmm. at that time I didn't even know who I was. Okay.
2: Well, I mean, we never, we always think we know who we are, but we never really know. But I who think, we are. especially
0: going through all of the depressions right, and yeah. the suicides and all of those sorts of things, kind of, you, there's no real grounding point. Even when I thought I was like, okay, I'm good, you know, it, right. I wasn't really
1: right who right. I was or,
0: or anything like that. So I think the main thing I had to do, especially when I moved here, was that I had to figure out how to assimilate on my own because I didn't have that support it was kind of like you're here get over it
2: move on well and also in Minnesota culture which (laughs) is very like oh we're Mm -hmm. so nice to you to your face and everything we're not welcome in our group and how dare you even try like
0: you're cute to be here pat 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 Mm. but other than that like see ya yeah so but I really that was not my experience my experience of Minnesota nice was very limited all my friends that I still have open arms lovely people you found some really good people i really people. didn't experience that when i moved here which is a blessing to me it was in the work situations that i started to feel that but my personal situations no. everybody was has is and has always been well,
2: that's good that's amazing
0: good. so i never really had that issue when it came to that but i don't know i really i want to say I, I probably did change obviously like i left my family and my mm-hmm. life to move somewhere else for somebody
2: that's a big deal. One, it forces you to do a different type of growing up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you you drastically changed. If Anytime you travel, I always say that you changed, but you moved. Yeah. And that's huge.
0: And that's a big deal to assimilate into this culture. Which is funny. I'm listening to a podcast called Dinner for One where this woman married a Frenchman, moved to Paris, and then they ended up getting a divorce. And so she decided to stay in Paris and make her life there. Mm-hmm. Just listening to that. And so she's, you know... Her episodes are about her making a meal for herself, having some wine. And I just thought, okay, I get it. You know, I did the same thing except I didn't move to another country, but this mm-hmm. might as well be another fucking country Midwest. compared to New York. But I was like, oh my god, I should totally do do this for myself where I make <laughs> dinner for one Minnesota salad. Like, here's a hot dish.
2: <laughs> dinner for one in Minnesota. Nefsa. <laughs> <laughs> dinner for one minnesota
0: gross and Ugh, it's just like hot dishes and cat well that's it hot dishes tots tot hot dishes yep casseroles, all kinds of weird shit, which I wouldn't eat. So I like listening to hers because <laughs> I'm like, oh, that sounds good.
2: <laughs> and then you get the fish and disgusting. Ugh.
0: Yeah, they do kind of allow that stuff too. was like, okay, well, I'm not going to eat what you, but it sounds amazing. And she takes her pictures on the Instagram. It looks lovely. So it all looks beautiful, but it would probably take me a minute to get used to having to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah took me a minute to get used to whatever well, not, people do here
2: well now you do it now because you and your roommate don't eat the same type of food right
0: why well, eat what they make
2: oh they do make. i didn't know what they it don't is. make
0: they're they don't make traditional dishes either
2: what do, what do they make
0: and they just make food i mean okay. they don't make like they're like we're gonna make a hot dish casserole we're gonna make tater tot hot dish and it's not any they just make regular food they don't
2: my family does that too. We actually don't have too many hot dishes. Mm-hmm. I, I think part of that actually is because of my father, because
0: but you guys aren't necessarily Minnesotan.
2: Well, my mom is. Okay, because my mom is, but my dad had moved around. He mm-hmm. was in Chicago for a long time, and then, but then he mostly grew up in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And then my mom met him down in Colorado. But when they moved back to Minnesota, I think it's the reason why is because my grandmother, bless her soul, she likes to plan to a really bad degree like she'll make lasagna six months ahead of time freeze it
0: type Mm -hmm, of situation mm -hmm. like
2: she's that type of maybe um, it would
0: be more of like canning
2: (laughs) canning canning. she doesn't can she freezes yeah but you know what i mean like that to me is
0: more of like a minnesota thing where these people love to can and do all that kind of stuff like that don't like canning for one which is like buying a tomato
2: (laughs) right (laughs) we buy the canned products (laughs)
0: <laughs> one, and putting it in a pickle jar, and
2: that's it. But that's what I mean. Like, we don't do any of that kind of stuff yeah, in our no. family. I see plenty of people still in Minnesota. Used, it's normal mm-hmm. because you see it everywhere. But, yeah, I mean, like, we maybe had meatloaf once a week, if that, because my dad also, and that took until probably my early teens until they started doing that because my dad was like, I've had enough meatloaf in my day. Yeah, my I get life. it. So,
0: Dig
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have your typical
0: right, and I don't know a lot. And that's what's so
2: funny is because Minnesota is so big about that culture. Yes, a
0: lot of my friends are not very traditional when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I mean, everybody wears
2: the shirts that say like "Your Hot Dish" or "Hot to Tot" or
0: everybody.
2: There's a lot of my friends who. I mean, your friends, my friends. A lot of my friends Mm -hmm. are very Minnesota oriented, Mm -hmm. where they wear those types of Mm T-shirts. They wear it's all about the Minnesota hot dishes. but I feel like they think it's cool but they don't eat the hot dishes um, my roommate it's more than that she doesn't make a lot of it but her family does And then most of the people that I know, it's not just that it's cool, it's just, that's what they talk about. They're like, oh yeah, hot dishes, oh, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I would say my parents never made that kind of stuff, but my schools did. Sure. All of my school dishes were hot dish shit. Oh my (laughs) God. Growing up in Minnesota is the literal worst when it comes to school lunches. Because they like shove, like, because it's the easiest thing you can make. Like a whole bunch of kids, make 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 some slap. Yeah. Make some slap, throw it on their tray, get out of here. Like... Our biggest, like the only one that I remember all of us loved is when they would have chicken nuggets and mashed potatoes. Mm. That would be everybody's favorite. Sure. And of course that's like the cheapest meal you can also make. But otherwise a very common meal was like the gravy with like beef or pork, with peas, with Mm -hmm. like the tots, everything, oh. mushed hot dish, okay. and then they just kind of slop it on your plate. Yum. That was very common. I did grow up with it. There we go. Yay! Forced upon me. Finally! She's owning <laughs> up to it. And then my, and I think pretty early on, too, probably by sixth, fifth or sixth grade, my parents were like, no, you're going to make your... <laughs> we're going to make your lunch. Take shake a sandwich. <laughs> so, and I remember in school sometimes being like, oh, it's so easy just to do that. But then I remember pretty quickly... I realized that I didn't care, but I was like, I have a sandwich, this is good, Thanks.
0: this is and good. And chips too, <laughs> Yeah, fancy. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Have you ever felt like you had to make a change or change who you were to try to get the eye of a boy?
2: I always think it, and then it lasts about like 10 minutes, and then I'm like, I can't do this, because it feels terrible. I don't like not being me. And it's always, you You know this because I'll text you or message you being like, is this okay for me to do? Because I feel like whenever I'm me, it makes a disruption. <laughs> um, I, I know that I've been, oh, this is what I need to do. And then being like, mm, I can't because it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not who I am. And I know in my head, I'm a very big picture person. It's hard for me to be in the moment. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm currently working on is being in the moment. Because in the big picture... I see something like, oh, this definitely will not go down well because eventually they're going to find out who I am and why make that where six months down the road, they'll be like, you're not who I thought you are at all. And so I kind of can't do it. So it's more of a problem that I feel that I, I think this is my, more my mind. This isn't truth. But in my head, I think dating is not possible because I'm going to be who I am, and they're all looking for something else that's not me, and I can't be that person, because it's fake. Wow,
0: you're already going into it. Oh, yeah. So, that's
2: a, like, deficit of
0: negative ten.
2: And a big, (laughs) that's how I think, Uh subconsciously, that's Uh how I go into things, I think, when I date. I mean, I do get the people who are super, super into me, but then in my head, I'm like, you don't even know who I am, though. So, then I...
0: But that, but you are who you are. I know. you're basically sabotaging yourself. Yeah,
2: it's a complete sabotage consistently all the time, so... It's a fun little process. You're going to have fun with me when Why we date.
0: I recognize like, the thing we're not dating each other. I'd probably murder you.
2: Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You would.
0: I want to murder you now. Just, you know, in general. <laughs> Kidding. She's not going to get murdered. <laughs> you all so, heard it now, people. Hey, if I suddenly
2: disappear. All of our fun murder shows. <laughs> well, I mean, statistically speaking, usually... I haven't seen too much of the black woman and white woman action. It's true. So. I haven't really seen that happen.
0: Could be a first. We could try it. Could be. It.
2: Oh and we could be famous. We could be famous on other people's podcasts, not our own. <laughs> on all the podcasts. Yep. 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 Yep.
0: It's a bummer. I will say the other thing that I do feel I always kind of have to change, not necessarily with my with Phil in mm. New York, but with Sven and Bjorn mm-hmm. was my brownness. Mmm. Because both They're of them both white. had never been with a person of color
2: mm. before.
0: And, you know, like stuff with your hair and having to try to explain things. And like
2: when they tried to grab it and you're like, what are you doing?
0: No, but more like do black people tan? That kind of shit. Mm. You know, just kind of... Your basic. Have to rein it in. And, you know, with my family being my family, not your typical Midwestern family, even though probably they are. When you think right. about
2: it. Except they don't send Christmas pictures.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a foreign concept. I, again, I think it's a
2: very expensive that was concept new here. To
0: me, when I got here, I was like, why are you giving me this picture of your family? And I don't care about them. So it's yeah. your early
2: Facebook shit where it's like, I know it uh, is, assuming but it's still everybody happening. cares about what's going mm-hmm. on in your life. These are my kids. Spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. That's why I really
0: feel like I should make my own where it's just me sadly doing things by
2: Haven't myself. Have you seen the other stuff? There's one Yes, mood. I know there's. Yeah.
0: But I want to do one for myself of like just me staring in the cloudy day (laughs) looking sad drinking wine (laughs) why look sad look happy crying because that's what they expect for a single spinster gal right like you should be well then you should also have have you flipping off in the corner (laughs) and me like looking at pictures of other people's babies
2: (laughs) that would be funny looking at an album with a wine glass you can see that it's other people's Christmas things, and you send that picture out to everybody. That's fucking hilarious. You should do that. <laughs> That's what your you know, Christmas picture stuff should like be. That.
0: So I've always wanted to toy with that, but it is an expensive prospect, and I've got to find oh, got a photographer it. and the whole nine yards.
2: It is expensive mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely.
0: Yep. Even Jim had one of those one time. Oh my god, Jim.
2: Yeah, I guess one thing that I like. Let's say tone down first date. One of the first things that I find myself toning down in the beginning of the date is my feminism and politics. Sure. So I tone that down but by the end of the day. So. I I tone it down, but then as we continue, if I start seeing problematic stuff, then I point it out. Like, I'm like, well, this is it.
0: So, because then you know, like, it's done. It's not going to be anything. Right.
2: Usually then I'm like, "Mm, that's problematic. But, I mean, that nice guy that I went on, like, three or four dates with last summer, like, it was really hard because he kept being like, ah, that's other people's problems. I don't want to be the rock, the person who rocks the boat. And, you know, yes, my dad did vote probably for him, but... You know, only when we drink do I ever, I'll listen to him, and then I just kind of like, well, maybe you should think of, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I, this isn't happening.
0: You know, you can't change how your family goes, right? So- I
2: understand that part, but he was very passive, and I was like, I don't think I could ever date someone So you need passive. to have someone
0: who's going to fight with I mean, their family all the time because not- they voted incorrectly? According to you. No,
2: not all the time, but at least like if shit's brought up, if they're going to bring up shit, I would go over there and be like, either we're not going to talk about this or you can talk about it and I'm leaving. Like that kind of thing. Being like, this is how it's going to go because I'm not going to sit here and listen to you for an hour. Tell me why your option was completely legitimate and correct and make this into a fight. And you not listen to me or anything. So either we just don't talk about it, so that we can be civil, or I'm out.
0: We can edit this part out. Okay. But I feel like you double standard, you're double standarding, because when you've had your own family issues, you have had the I hardest time, but then you've also relented.
2: I have relented in uh-huh. some areas. You've relented comes, quite a bit. There's, um...
0: Because they haven't come to a full 100% understanding. They just kind of have like, okay, well, I guess we'll just go with this... Go at it here.
2: I've come at at different angles because they're my only family.
0: So what's the difference between a guy saying, I'm not going to get into it with my dad about whatever because it's whatever he wants to do and I don't feel like being bothered with it. His, and that- his isn't,
2: I don't feel like being bothered with it. The way our conversation went with him was more of like, yeah, but people do what they do, right? So it's fine. It doesn't affect anybody. I was like, it's literally affecting hundreds of thousands of millions of people right now. So it is a problem. And him, his reaction was more of like, it's not really a problem, though. And I'm like, it is because he voted for this. Are you not seeing what those votes have done to our country? Mm-hmm. And him being like, eh, it'll work itself out. Like, what's four years? And he being like, it's a lot. Oh. What is he freaking- So that's more of my thing. My parents, I feel that I've seen signs of getting better. And not just getting better, more of like, We both have made compromises Mm -hmm. on both of our ends to make our relationship work. Okay. I have felt that. There have been more times of me being like, okay, do I want this relationship? I do want it. So yeah, I'm going to have have to to compromise here. Mm -hmm. Like I've made firm clear and I don't hang out with my brother. And the times that I do, I...
0: Yes, but they've also had a hard time respecting that as well.
2: They had in the past. Now Mm -hmm. they don't. Now my mom, I mean, she strictly lets me know that... Was like he will be there, just so you know. That's like, great. Okay, so I think we both have come to a capacity. Back so, on to yes. Jack.
0: So do you have you ever felt like you've had to suppress or change your your nerdiness?
2: No, but I think that's because I've I've never been ashamed of that part of me.
0: Okay. But um, I know that you have said that you.
2: But it's the. The one that has become ever, a problem. It's the. When it becomes a problem has never been because I have to suppress it. It's been because that other person is a dickweed about it. Okay. So, like, they do the whole thing of, like, but are you a nerd? And then. So, I guess the only time that I've ever suppressed it is maybe, like, I really don't feel like having to prove myself to you. So, like, I won't. But for the most part, you can tell and just. What I wear, what I have, what I my wallet is Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. My phone case is Steven well, your Universe. Earrings. Like my earrings, my so it's pretty quick and easy to tell. But the only time that I have a problem with it is when they start to try to question whether or not. And I've actually changed the most in that respect because back in college, like early day college and high school, because I was so involved in it, I did have a much bigger like. Oh, you aren't a big enough nerd because you watched one anime. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you watched one anime doesn't mean that blah 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 blah. Right. So it was a lot harsher back then, and now I'm more like, dude, the more the fucking merrier. We need more people in here because this is a very problematic culture. I feel like one thing that's great. So I've I, that has been a 180 for me okay, in so the geek you've culture. Changed. So I've changed rather than being like, you're not a gamer, mm-hmm. you're not a geek, kind of thing the more I've gotten into the culture and the more that I've done. Would you date care.
0: a non-gamer, non-geek? Yeah. But an let's say an open non-gamer, non-geek. Like, they don't know anything about that shit, like me. Right. But they're like,
2: cool, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that'd be completely fine. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think, um, I think back, again, back in college, high school days, um, like, I was no. like, no, I have to have that because it's such a huge part of who mm-hmm. I am. But I've changed a lot, and a lot of that does have to do, too, like, particularly when Gamergate came around, I really kind of bounced from the area, because I just got so tired. I mean, it's still happening now, more, another, with Riot Games, they came out with uh, people saying how misogynistic the culture is, and how the people who, and it all stems from the owners and the main people of the company, because they set this is the kind of behavior that we're mm-hmm. okay with. And so for me, reading that, I was like, oh, good. Like, I've been kind of like in the past five years distancing myself because of money and because of travel and nothing's changed. That's awesome. So, <laughs> but, it, so a lot of it's changed because I've been removing myself a little bit. But Most of it is because when you see the problematics of any type of culture, like for instance, like with the Catholic, the churches and stuff like that, you realize that you're like, you can't just have one type of person in power. You can't just have one mind you have to have a diverse group
0: well we're in trouble then
2: yeah everything's mm-hmm. in trouble you have to because if you don't have a panel of everybody being like here's from all these perspectives of all these systematic problems but you have and to have social, people
0: willing to listen to well, they it have too.
2: to have that too exactly and you're not always going to get that but that's where it stems from because if you don't have someone being the voice for that area you're not going to know it's a problem or even if you do know you're not going to know possibly the right way to go around how to fix that problem and so that's kind of so what do
0: you think about when she came to that realization that she's enough Aquafina came to that realization in that piece where she was like I realize that I'm enough on my own because of who I am mm-hmm. and I'm not willing to bend. So you feel that you've probably always been at that point where you feel like you're enough. You don't have to really make any sort of adjustments or change or bend or
2: flex. I flex think that i've always felt that way but every time i look in the past i'm like i could have been a little bit more flexible <laughs> <laughs> so you've been the so i've always been like i don't need to whatever change or anything like that but then later i'm like uh you probably could have and it would have been fine mm-hmm. uh <laughs> okay so so like right now i'm like fuck it i'm going to be who i am and i guarantee you 10 years from now i'm going to be like why were you like that? Why couldn't you at least a little bit be a bit more open-minded? I just want
0: to say, don't blame me.
2: No. But I've well, tried. <laughs> God, have I tried. But I think a lot of that is, though, like, I see my friends who bend so much. Mm-hmm. They're so flexible, and they're unhappy, and they are giving so much of themselves to be so disappointed constantly, and... And I'm like, I don't want to be that. I'm happy. Like, even if 10 years from now, I'm like, I wasn't flexible. I'm like, but I was happy. But were you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was. Like, there's never been a time that I've been like, I mean, like, I've been disappointed in a relationship, but there's never been a point that I've been like, fuck that life. Even at my lowest this year, I've like yeah but my life is kind of okay like it's fine and I've been happy and I've had laughter and like I have joy in my life so I don't
0: so if you didn't have indigo then what
2: if I didn't have indigo I probably would have left by now okay honestly I probably would have whether it be I stayed in Minnesota and left somewhere else or I would have tried to find a different way I wouldn't have stuck around
0: stayed in the states
2: Maybe. I I may have stayed in the States. Or I would have moved somewhere else. Yeah, I probably would have figured out something else to be like, because that's the biggest thing I've missed, is traveling. I dislike. And actually, when I had my unhappy moment this year one of the first things I did because I always go back to okay when was the last time I was like at my most happiest and the last time I was like oh yeah okay so I was traveling and I was free and all that and so then I started looking up on Google and being like how to travel with the dog mm-hmm. like I started looking that shit up because I was like if I need to change I need to do it so let's do it there's not many options yep <laughs> yeah. there are options but not I feel like not... I mentioned that but <laughs> but it's like that those are the type of things like when when you're out of control. You can't control everybody else or anything else except yourself. And so then it's like, all right, if I want to make a change, what am I able to do to make Mm -hmm. that change? And so you look into it and you're like, those are my options. Cool.
0: And you're still here.
2: I am here for right now. (laughs) (laughs) I know that it can be more flexible. I'm 31. It would be a very long meditation of changing to be more flexible.
0: Why is that a problem?
2: To do that, or the yeah. problem?
0: You say it will be a very long meditation. It, it would be to a very that. yeah.
2: It would be a very. But like, I don't. I think the hardest part is I don't mind it. I don't mind being that person being like, okay. I have always kind of been that way. Mm-hmm. Same, going back all the way where someone's like, this is what I'm doing over here, and I'm like, that's awesome, great, awesome. I'll be here. Like I've always been okay with that. Mm-hmm. And so you have to want to change. And I cannot
0: wait for it to happen for
2: you. For oh me to change? God.
0: For you to just find something or someone it has that has to will be make worth you it, yeah. Do it.
2: it would have to be worth it. I mean, it would be the cliche of all cliches where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, and that one was worth it. That was worth the, com- yep. the compromise. That's an everywhere life. I'm sure you felt the same way. Well, was- I have done it, so that's
0: <laughs> the difference. <laughs> I've done it, been there, done that, wrote
2: the score. And see, and I think that's why me being unbending and me being like, yeah, it's not worth it. I mean, that is kind of a slap in the face to be like, you're not worth it. Uh-huh. You're not worth me changing. And yeah, can be considered a slap? Yes, it
0: is. Mm-hmm. Especially when you say it the way you say it.
2: <laughs> well, I can see it that way. I, I, The way I view it is more of being like, no, this is who I am. And that is who you are. And that's okay. And if you're not okay with that, then I guess... We move along our okay. ways. But I can see it in their sight as being a slap in the face of being like, I'm not worth you trying to make that change. Right. But my viewpoint is more of like, hey, no, this is where like, we're at You're not this what worth we're doing. It, so
0: therefore, I'm not going to bother."
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it as a worth thing. I can see someone else viewing it that way. I look at it as like, you're doing this and I'm doing this and both of us want to do this separately so separately and that's fine
0: can't figure out how to do it separately but yet still come together at certain points
2: i think maybe we're both thinking of a subject i'm just saying
0: like if someone wants to do something over here and you're doing something over there why can't you then figure out something in the middle that you both agree to that you both enjoy doing but you can still have
2: your separate separate entities You, you can do that okay a lot of it i I know a lot of my brain right now has always been my entire life is also money. Like, I do think of money a lot. Mm -hmm. Of being like, well, that's a compromise I can make maybe once a month, but can't do more than that. Can't afford to. So, there's that kind of stuff that goes on. Okay. Maybe once I have a stable job again. (laughs)
0: Maybe. We'll see. Doubtful, though. (laughs) I don't think so, because when you had a stable job, it wasn't. You still did the same thing.
2: I even if I had a stable job, I was living in an area. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was bouncing. I mean, we checks. all live paycheck
0: still... to paycheck and do all those. But even and we're struggling, and it's always hard.
2: Right. right. So, but that's to me, that's not. But I, if I'm still living that way, to me, that's not. I f- listen. It's gonna
0: just be what it is, right? <laughs> Regardless, so <laughs> let that shit go. Like you might just end up having to live paycheck to paycheck. Most Americans oh, yeah. do, and that's fine. However, you also don't have to have that always being the first thing in your mind of saying no to something because it's kind of like for you, okay, okay, no, because you're always thinking about the cost of it, right? Yeah. I get it. You don't have to, I mean, sometimes people might just be like, well, I want you to do this with me and that's they want to take care of it and that's okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not all the time. But I didn't say all the time is it's sometimes. Sometimes I'm okay with it, but it feels weird still. Uh-huh. However, if somebody just wants to do something nice and be like, well, I want to do this. I want you to be there with me. You know, I'm not saying like, I want to do this with you. Let's go on a fucking European vacation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a concert or all something. right. A
2: movie that I'm yes. getting much better at allowing someone okay. to pay and do the movie stuff or do go to see. I'm much better about that but i never assume and i have to make sure i have enough there before i even do it because well, i, I understand
0: don't understand what you're saying but i i feel like this part will limit is going to be limiting to you regardless oh yeah it is cuz no when no i what happens.
2: when i see people like for instance my roommate she when she goes out and dates the fact that she's never home cuz she's eating out all the time i can't do that
0: we don't know if she's paying or not.
2: Still, though, I never assume that they're going mm-hmm. to pay. And thus, I'm not going to. Like, I want to make sure I have enough in the account. Sure. And so, like, for one of those things where it's like, most of my date stuff is going to be like, hey, I got to bring my dog to the dog park. Are you willing to go with me? Like, that's what I have to do. And, well, no, I can't. I need to do this over here. it's like, well, sorry, this is I have to in my life. And so... Maybe next time. Like, those kinds of things are where it's like, I can't compromise on that. Because otherwise my dog will destroy my house. It's true. So (laughs) So there
0: are obviously portions of your life now that you have a child that you have to put into consideration. Right. Um, So your kid comes first over all things.
2: But I've been doing more these past couple months of, like, I mean, this week I didn't have anything going on. So for the most part, like, like yesterday, I was like, hey, I haven't seen you guys for a while. I can come visit you because it's like an hour drive with traffic. It's like, I'll come see you, hang out. I'll bring a cake because it was my friend's birthday too that week. And they made dinner and then we hung out for like five hours. But I was able to do that because if I had worked that day, then I was like, there's no way I can do that. I so have your responsibilities,
0: regardless of what they are, will always come first no matter what they are.
2: For the most part, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I think that's because, again, there's nothing that's been in my life that's been worth changing that. Okay. Because every, otherwise, I come back home to a mess. I can't trust anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's me. Mm-hmm. I can't trust that I can, the few times that I do, once in a blue moon, I'll text and be like, holy shit, I'm so sorry. I forgot to feed Indigo before mm-hmm. I left. Can you do that? But I can't bank on that shit. It's right. You're a single mom. I have to take care of my mm-hmm. own shit. And so, yeah, that stuff's going to come first. Okay.
0: So you're single motherhood it.
2: Cool. See, like, I'm okay with it. I think that's the thing, though. No, that's that, fine. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying that you're saying that it's not fine. But I just mean that, like, but I'm okay with that. Like, I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, if people don't understand that, then I'm like, okay, that's fine. Then, like, you go do your own thing. And I think the point I get upset at is when they're, like, when they try to guilt me. Mm. When they try to be, like, so, like, you're just busy all the time. And it's like, yeah, when it comes to this, this is my schedule and I have to keep it. So unfortunately, I'm on the selfish end of sticks right now. You can join me on that selfishness, but this right. is where I'm at. And
0: it's important too. I mean, whoever ends up in your world has to get along with your dog, regardless. Oh okay. yeah. So, I mean,
2: and that's happened before. It's kind of where, a
0: benefit.
2: <laughs> where a guy has met my dog, and she's like not really having any of it, mm-hmm. and I've been like, I'm going to take that as a sign. <laughs> wow i have
0: she could just be being a petty bitch
2: (laughs) and she is
0: yep because she's like you're gonna take my attention away then you've got to figure out is my dog being a petty bitch or is she right (laughs) so mallory is just enough as she is i am deal with it do
2: you think you're enough
0: now i do not so much before but now yeah
2: But that was also, there was a lot of depression. Yeah,
0: so now that I. I had a
2: lot of privilege growing up. I had a lot of support from my parents. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's where a lot of my, like, you're fine Mm -hmm. came from. That's great. Having having that foundation of, like, two people who are major parts of your life constantly being, like, you're good, you're great, keep going, we support you even if you fail, Mm -hmm. is major in the psyche of where I'm at now. So you had a completely different upbringing. That is correct. And so, yeah, you had a lot more to work.
0: That's correct. So now I'm like, (laughs) I think it's good. I feel like whomever decides that they want to traverse these waters, they'll be lucky.
2: So, I mean, do you think that there's going to be things? Like, or do you think you're so flexible now? I mean... I don't want to Like, if you dated that guy who was talking about the fact that his... Like, oh, my parents voted for them, and it's just what it is, and that's what people do. And no, because
0: I just assume they're racist, so I mean, that's just that's just that, right? Right. There's how that goes, but I don't want to be as flexible as I have been, so Mm -hmm. my issue would be working on being less accommodating and making sure that people are willing to be accommodating to me, okay? Because that's always been the issue where I have always been the gymnast, and nobody else has been a gymnast too in comparison and granted obviously like my expectation was way higher and with what I do for people is mm. the most and I know that not everybody does that so I have to bring my expectations way down right in order to just be like well okay whatever and if I see something that I don't like it's whatever I have already been in this particular space for I don't know now infinity years. I'm not really gonna sweat it if it continues to be infinity <laughs> years, right? Like, I don't care. I'm used to it. It's not like I'm like, oh my god, please, someone just take this. I don't care anymore. Right. It's kind of like whatever. Like, I know that I'm a pretty decent person. I know what I can provide. I know that the things that I do and the amount of friendships and and love that I give to people whom are worth it to me. I know what that is and I know the value mm. of what that is. And so therefore when I don't, when it's not reciprocated, I'm just going to be like, goodbye. Because my loveliness is, is amazing. And you're really, really lucky to be a part of it. And <laughs> say that's if true. you don't get that, that's cool. You can bounce again. It's not like I'm going to be like, Oh my God, I need this right. because my clock is ticking or because right. of whatever. Like I, Hey, I'm past that stage of life, so that's whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically not, but whatever. I've been alone for God knows how long. I have learned how to live my life in the way that I live my life to where I am content and stable in it. And if you can't flow with that, then that's cool.
2: So what if the flow is that they don't like some of your friends?
0: First of all, there's no friends of mine that nobody would not like. (laughs) I mean, I agree. So there's that. But if they don't like one or some of my friends, I'd have to figure out why. Like, you need to really provide me with an example of what they have done to you to make you feel that way. If they don't like my friend because my friend is gay or because my friend is a feminist or because my friend is too progressive, then you can bounce. Like... I'm sorry, but this is these are the people that I know and right. the people that I love. and
2: The non-negotiable.
0: You're not bi. Like, if you can't accept them, that's fine. If there's certain things where they're like, well, you know what? Their personality just doesn't mesh with mine. That's a different story altogether. And you can work with that. It's not like I'm going to force people on people right. either. That's when you kind of go, okay, well, let's just segue a little bit. You don't have to interact with them. When you're ready to do that, we can do that. And... That might work itself out down the line. if It's just like a personality conflict, whatever. Right. But other than that, and again, most Minnesotans aren't going to tell me anyway. <laughs> Even my friend. Well, I hope my friends will tell me at this point because God knows. <laughs> what we've been through in the past, just fucking tell me. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, I mean, again, like, I don't know you. I just met you. So right. I've known them. They've been in my corner. They've been, they've had my back for God knows how long. So you need to figure it out.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if
0: you don't, I can respect the fact that you might not want to really hang with that person right now, but eventually you're going to have to. Right. Cause this is just, so is. you're just going to have to fucking suck it up a deal. Some things then, you might have to just deal with on an occasional basis. It's not like I'm going to throw them in your face all the time and make you But there's going to come a point where that's just going to be an inevitable thing, where you can just be cordial. If you can be cordial and civil, I don't care. You don't have to be everybody's best friend. I personally don't befriend my friend's husbands or anything like that because I respect that privacy and that personal space. And so I'm kind of like, that's all on you. If you want Mm -hmm. me to interact when you're ready, that's fine. Like, it's totally fine. But like, I don't expect those sorts of things. It's kind of like, okay, you know vicariously through them i know them and all that kind right. of stuff like that so it's not that big of a deal but if you don't like them necessarily because of whatever right. as long as it's not because they're a racist a sexist a homophobe a xenophobe you know they murdered somebody you know what i mean <laughs> and you know it and you just i'm like i can't tell you because tell me because right <laughs> that's fine i need to know if someone's a murderer i don't care you know what i mean like that's important but if you have, like, a weird in my friction case. because they don't like Zelda or some oh, shit, no.
2: mine was, that's y'all's business. That's what I'm, <laughs> No, mine was the pedophile that I mm-hmm. dated.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, girl, he a pedophile? Yeah. There's no questions.
2: Like, Well, a lot of people would have judged me on my judgment on that, but yeah. to me, I was like, in the end, no, this is what happened. So. Right.
0: Like, buh-bye. Exactly. So, yeah. you know. It's all. I'm just not, I don't want to say I'm not willing to compromise. I just don't want to compromise. I will not compromise over, above, and beyond what I'm comfortable with anymore because I feel like you gotta do some of the work too. Like, I'm not Ah. gonna be pulling this shit by myself. There you go. We'll leave it at that.
2: Done. You're worth it. You're enough. Ben, for one, in Minnesota.
0: Nefsa! <laughs> <laughs>